Hi, this is Matt Griffo. Then This Happened is a show where a real story is told and musical improvisers cut in and out, improvising songs along the way, moving the story along. This episode, the storyteller is Ron Irvin. Okay, so the date is January 16th, 1980. Paul McCartney is touring Japan with his band Wings, which was his band that he formed pre the or post the breakup of the Beatles. So he gets and lands in Tokyo, and once he goes through customs, they open up his bag and they find half a pound of marijuana. And if you know anything about Japanese drug laws, they have some of the most insanely strict drug laws ever. So there's a good question as to how this happens. He claims... One, that he just knew he wasn't going to be able to get anything to smoke over there, so he just brought it with, right? He also claims that uh, he didn't know what he said recently, so he's given two different answers to it now, so nobody's exactly sure. Uh, and he also claims that he brought it from somewhere else and just thought it was too good to flush away, so he brought it with, because why not? And that's how he got busted. And the guy takes it out of his bag, and he said, quote, his face said he wishes he could just put it back, but there it was staring right back at him. Sometimes you don't know if it's okay to bring marijuana on a plane out of the States. Really not positive about international laws. What a Sometimes you don't know if you should bring a certain thing out of the states on a plane out of the states. Absolutely should not, but he did. So as he said, guy opens up the bag, and there it is. And he said the look on his face that he wished he could just put it back right there, but there it was staring at him. So here's Paul McCartney, half a pound of weed in a Tokyo airport. So regardless, doesn't matter who you are, you brought weed to Tokyo, you're going to jail. Why did you bring me here, Paul McCartney? I thought we had something going on. Why did you bring me here, Paul McCartney? I thought we were gonna get intimate tonight. I'm just a bag of weed, but not just a bag of weed. I'm Paul McCartney's bag of weed, going through airport security. They say I'm just a bag of weed, but I'm not just a bag of weed. I'm Paul McCartney's bag of weed, his bag of weed. Someone blew me, someone took care, put me in his baggie with love. Somebody took me away from here. Now I'm Paul McCartney's bag of weed, Paul McCartney's bag of weed. Oh, my God. 
pound of weed. Now, here's the thing. Japan may have insane drug laws, but it doesn't matter if you're in Japan or West Virginia. If you get busted with half a pound of marijuana, you're going to get charged with trafficking. And that's exactly what happened. He faced trafficking charges because, again, half a pound of weed. And he apparently did everything he could in his power to convince him that it was just for personal use. But I don't think there's anybody who can convince anybody that half a pound of weed for, like, a two-day stay is personal use. So that happens, and they bring him back, and he's charged with trafficking. Now he's in a Tokyo jail. He has no idea what the future holds, but he says to himself, I'm going to be a model inmate. So he already knows that it's bad enough to be locked up abroad for drugs. But then you add on top of the fact that he's being locked up abroad for drug trafficking, which is just 10 times worse. So he says to himself, I'm going to be the epitome of a model inmate. He's the first one up, bed is made, everything like that. He has no idea what's happening, so it's best to just play it safe. While he's in there, apparently a guard asked him, what are you in here for? And he said drug trafficking told him and he came back and said oh wow the sentence for that is usually seven and a half years hard labor so that's what he was facing and that's what it came to up every morning with his bed made listen Paul McCartney there's something I gotta tell you Jail and well, you're in jail, and I'm a, just a guard. But 
you are him. It's a pretty long sentence for you, normally, generally. I'd like a couple of months. How do I tell you this? It's not a day. It's not a week. It's not a pat on the hand or a slap on your cheek. It's not a month and it's not a year. So I'm sorry about this, dear. Seven and a half years. That's how long you could be Didn't here. Did you say seven? Did you say seven and a half? Oh yes. Seven and a half And he said that that was really the only detail he knew the entire time going into it. The entire time was sitting there wondering what was going to happen and what the future held. And all he knew was he was facing seven and a half years. So just best play it safe. But he did say that the one eventful thing that was worth mentioning in an interview was I guess they only did one night a week where everybody took a bath. And it was a thing that everybody bathed together in this jail. And they went up to him and said, you don't have to do it if you don't want to, but this is how we do it here. And according to the interview that I watched, he was very excited to bathe with these gentlemen. All the best friends on Tokyo Jail. All the best friends on Tokyo Jail. All the best friends on Tokyo Jail. I like best in Tokyo Jail. Hey, going in a bath. That's pretty fun. Pretty fast. Hey, that's a towel. So after the excited bath, all the details came out. So he only spent a total of nine days in the jail. It literally was wake up one day, boom, you're out. He was on a plane back to America. He fully admits that obviously it was because of his celebrity and not just because of celebrity, but apparently there were fans surrounding the prison the entire time like it was a Beatles concert. And they said that we can't have this at a jail. My God, just get him out of here. And that's exactly what they did. <sighs> oh, Hari, I hope you get out of jail soon. But until then, I'm not leaving this side. I will stand outside this prison until you are released. 
as to why he said it was a mistake and he didn't go back until 2013 I believe it was and filmed a concert there which is kind of like the ultimate screw you to the Japanese government I think I think it's pretty fantastic so he's given four excuses I listed three of them as to why the weed was there he also said that he might have subconsciously been using this as a way to break up wings because that's exactly what happened as soon as he got back to America and he didn't return until 2013 and when he did he recorded a concert film which again I think is a nice giant middle finger to the Japanese government but that was his first time there since 1966 with the Beatles when he came and busted like that and now he makes music with Kanye West. So I think we all win here. All right, then this happened is recorded in my tiny recording studio in Chicago. To listen to the unedited version of this episode, become a member at patreon.com slash and the exact link is in the episode description. You can see the exact link there. 
On vocals, we have improvisers Matt Castelvi, Brittany Flynn, and me, Matt Griffo. The songs are all improvised. We just like made it up. We're like, how do we, this is good. Yep, here we go. On guitar is Arnie Parrott. He's fantastic. On cajon is Mike Amandes. So, ooh, ooh, what, what beats? And me on piano and ukulele, which you can hear the ukulele on the All My Best Friends Are in Tokyo Jail song. And on melodica as well. And any other instruments that you heard that aren't the cajon or, or guitar. Send this episode out to anybody that's a Paul McCartney fan, loves the Beatles, is really into Wings, or happens to be going to a jail in Tokyo. But send it before, because they're, they're definitely not going to be able to listen to it once they're in that jail.